What is up, everybody? This is Jeff Morton for CSG 299. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are really a hair's breadth away, breadth, excuse me, away from uh, podcast number 300, which will be uh, a special one, and it will feature the whole crew. So, uh, you'll have that to look forward to. This is going to be kind of a, a special podcast, but before... I get started with that. Let me tell you about uh, King Law Firm, which is the uh, sponsor of the solo CSGs. Um, If you find yourself in the unfortunate situation of needing your disability, um, now, if you can't work, sometimes that happens. And if if it's severe enough to where you can't work basically anymore, you're going to need to access that social security disability and you're going to need someone in your corner fighting for you and king law firm is the best in colorado at doing that uh, they are a long-term uh, well-known law firm in denver but they are really known for fighting for the little guy and when you have yourself in a situation where you need to access that disability you need you need a law firm like king law firm in your corner uh, they are lo- they are located in West Denver. Uh, you can contact them at www.kinglawfirmco.com. That is kinglawfirmco.com. Ask for Kylan King and tell them that Jeff Morton sent you. Okay, well, this is a nice... I'm actually uh, out taking a walk on a beautiful Colorado late August day. Um... It is absolutely gorgeous outside. It's not hazy for the first time in uh, several months, <laughs> what it seems like. So I, I thought about the opportunity to talk about something different today. Uh, it's something not necessarily uh, exclusively Nuggets slash sports related, but it does kind of tie into recent things that you have heard and seen. Um a while back, Kevin Love wrote an article about his struggles with depression and anxiety, and uh, it was uh, it, it was effective and it was it was fascinating because you rarely hear athletes talk about that. You rarely hear them talk about their struggles with something like that because it's perceived as weak. And judging by some reactions I've seen, especially from football fans. You get the same thing. Uh, you get the you get the well, it's just buck up, bucko. You know that sort of bullshit. And in reality, uh, everyone and it's the one, one of the most relatable things. Actually, everyone struggles with anxiety. Um, uh, everyone struggles with depression at one. I mean, unless you are a special person who uh, never has to or will have to struggle with that in your life. Uh, everyone will go through something like that in their life. And sometimes it's severe enough to cripple you. And it's something that I've had personal experience with. It has touched my life in a big way. And I want to kind of relay to you a little bit of my own experience with this. Um, I had horrible self-esteem, well, sometimes still have, horrible self-esteem issues. Um, I struggled with my weight my entire life, 
and um, a lot of it had to do with just a really bad self-image that uh, was with me as long as I could remember to be to be 100% uh, clear about it. Uh, I I don't think I ever really can remember a time where I didn't think that I was lesser than or had didn't think that uh, I looked not good enough and it's 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 weird to to kind of look back on that and think about it um it's it's hard to go through life constantly thinking that you are you know you're not even starting on on home plate but you're starting in the clubhouse and it is to use a to use a cryptic metaphor there for you baseball fans um and it really, really kind of hit ahead about a year and a half ago. Um, I looked at myself in the mirror and I, I saw myself getting increasingly um, fat. Uh, I was eating my carrot, my, basically eating my feelings. And it got to the point where uh, I would weighed nearly 300 pounds. Now, uh, I am five foot seven, and you can imagine how someone would look if they are that way. Now, fortunately for me, I'm very I'm stocky, so I, my weight was distributed in a uh, less than I didn't look like you know certain pit in, you know pictures you see of people who weigh 300 pounds, but I was fat. And I said, okay, January 2017, I got got to do something with my life. So I started this diet, and I've lost uh, about a year and eight months. I've lost about close to 90 pounds Um, and uh, 284 pounds down to, uh, I'm sorry, I said 294. It's 284 is what I weighed, Um, and I now weigh 199 pounds, 85 pounds lost, which is great. You would think that that would be something that I would celebrate. And you know, at times I do. But about a week before I hit the age of 40, I, I don't want to say too much about it, but I, 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 I will tell you that I had a bit of a breakdown, a nervous breakdown. I was riddled with... Um, the worst anxiety I've ever had in my life. Just, it hit me. I don't know why. Um, not exactly sure what I was thinking about at the time that caused this, but it hit me. And it hit me hard. And I retreated from all of my social media. Uh, as you all know, I, I deleted my King of Thornton Twitter. I deleted my Facebook. I deleted my email account. I it, it basically retreated to such an extent that people were wondering what was going on, and a lot of people thought, "Well, Jeff's hit forty and he's having a midlife crisis," which you know I will not doubt that that was part of my consideration. But I I, I just couldn't. I I started everything frightened me. Everything frightened me. Uh, I got extremely paranoid, and I retreated. And in fact, I, um, if, you, if you guys, anyone who knows me will recall that I went to 
um, uh, Grand Junction. And I saw some family. And for that, you know, I don't know, that week, that week, I was in Grand Junction and I didn't communicate with news. I didn't uh, communicate with news. I didn't uh, communicate with people. I didn't watch the news. I just isolated myself. And it actually helped, (laughs) believe it or not, it helped me out considerably uh, because it got me to relax. But it was such a crippling anxiety that I, that I, it was the first time in my life I felt it to that extent. Now you can look at this and say, Jeff, you, you know, obviously you're, you've been doing the podcast, you're okay. Look, I'm not, I'm not a vegetable. Um, I, I, I can, I, I function and I didn't, uh, um, go completely into a cocoon, but I did, it's hard to explain if you if you if you can't sleep and you can't function in life and all you want to do is retreat from life there's something wrong and there was seriously something wrong with me and i couldn't really put a put a finger on it and i think one of my biggest uh biggest issues for me personally was I watched, I, I am an avid news cons, consumer of news. And my Twitter account was a constant feed of news, constant feed of constant uh, news about our president. And uh, I think that that, that that wheel of chaos consumed me along with other issues in my life. And it got to the point where I just freaked and it just happened to coincide with my 40th birthday. And so after I imploded all my social media, I felt better. Um, I, I, honestly, I, I, I really felt that I didn't need all this stuff in my life. And quite frankly, I don't know if I'll ever get back to the point where I think King of Thornton had about 2,500 followers. I don't think I'll ever do that again, ever. Um, I think... Uh, the notoriety, I don't, I didn't have much notoriety. I have, I, I had a modicum of small, very small local, uh, uh, I would say, I couldn't even call it fame. It's just like people kind of knew who I was and I couldn't deal with that. I didn't want it and bugged me and I finally retreated from everything. Now I am 200% better than I was, as you can tell. But I'm going to kind of relay this to what athletes go through. Imagine someone freaking out like that, but at the same time having to deal with having a $25 million contract, uh, having to deal with um, playing in front of thousands of fans every night, uh, in front of having endorsements and all this stuff. If you are an athlete at any sort of sport, imagine having that same anxiety that I had and having it so publicly displayed. Uh, I think it really kind of puts it into perspective 
what the magnifying glass does. There's no magnifying glass on Jeff Morton. But there's a hell of a magnifying glass on Kevin Love, uh, DeMar DeRozan, and people like that. You know, and, and people think people think that money is should make things better. I think it's one of the weirdest conclusions our society has wrought is that if you have, say, I don't know, you have a $10 million contract, there's people who think that your normal body functions or your, the way your brain works shouldn't apply. And it is one of the stupidest, dumbest conclusions you could possibly have. The human body doesn't stop, cease to operate at its normal, normal way just because you earn a lot of money. It just doesn't work that way. And I think people need to take a step back and think about how they would be able to function if they had a complete anxiety, full meltdown, like I did, but you're an athlete and everyone is following you. Everyone knows who you are. That's got to be crushing. And I think I'm I'm very glad that the uh, NFL... Uh, not the NFL, the NBA, excuse me, the NFL, like they would do anything about it, um, that the NBA has uh, kind of taken some steps towards this. Now, owners using it against players or giving access to their mental uh, mental records is not good, and um, it's, it would violate HIPAA laws, but honestly, that's uh, it, it, that would be a slippery slope and, a, and a, one of those things that you just can't, you know, you need to help someone. You don't need to use it against them in a contract negotiation. Particularly when it comes to mental health. And with all the things that have been happening lately. I mean, just yesterday we have a shooting at a Madden. A fucking Madden tournament. Are you kidding me? A shooting at a Madden tournament. I mean, it goes beyond everything. Just to say, like, we, we are a society that treats mental health like it is uh, something that is lesser than. And it is one of the, mo- the worst evolutions of, of modern society I've ever seen. And people need to start taking this stuff seriously, right? Like I said, I'm a lot better. I've, I've, but there's going to be another time in my life where I'll probably go through this. And that anxiety will get to me again. But it's not going to be something that I will, I deal with it in my way, right? These athletes, Kevin Love, DeMar DeRozan, others, they have to play that out. They have to play that out publicly because that's what they do. I have very fortunate being a private citizen, even more private now than I was before. But I can't even fathom having to play out my emotions and my feelings and everything that's going on in my life on the public stage. Money be damned. So I think, I think we can look at this and say, have a little sympathy. I, I hope that my trip through whatever wilderness, and it was a long time, by the way, it took me. I think I finally started breathing a little better 
two days ago. Seriously. I finally started just kind of relax. I mean, it's, it's, it's a weird sensation, but you finally feel the tension in your body kind of let go. And that is, that is something that is a good feeling, but you don't want to go through the, the feeling that led up to that to get that good feeling, you know? No one should go through that shit. You know, and I, as, I, as I said, I can't imagine an athlete going through it. I can't. I cannot. And if we, as a society, can learn to better function and be able to treat people with mental health issues, um, depression, anxiety, anything else, um, it, we will be that much better. And not, not treating it in a, let's put this person on some massive dose, dosage of, uh, of antidepressants, you know, that's, there's not a cure-all, but be able to treat it as a whole and treat it as, as something that will get better, that, that's something that we know will get better, and rather than throwing it in a pill at it, you know. Sometimes you can't, you can't, sometimes pills the only answer. But we, also, we need to be able to treat it holistically and make it, make it so the entire, your entire well-being gets treated and you as a human being feel better and then everything else should hopefully fall into place. At least that's the hope. All right, well, thank you for tolerating my little journey here through social anxiety. Um, uh, I appreciate you all joining me, and uh, I will be seeing you for CSG 300 when Nate Ross and I can get together. Uh, should be a special podcast. We're kind of going to do a little bit of a rebrand, too, so I'm really looking forward to that. So I will be talking to you guys later. So long.